Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA, joins us on the line now. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Now, Narina, yesterday um, uh, we were talking about uh, earnings in uh, the U.S. Uh, market and uh, the fact that they may surprise on the upside, which is exactly what happened. And now we see U.S. stocks, um, uh, stock markets rallying again last night. Well, the overall expectation for U.S. earnings is that this quarter is going to contract somewhere between about 25 and 3%. Um, and this lower expectation really just means that it's now easier for companies to actually report earnings that surprise on the upside. And that's exactly what we've been seeing so far this week. So um, even with a company like Netflix last night that came out, although their earnings number was lower than expected, um, when you look through the numbers, they added almost 4.9 million new subscribers. And that good result pushed that particular stock price up over 12%. So it just shows you the potential that is still sort of pent up in that system. We've also seen the oil price gradually rising, and it's really edging ever closer to that $60 a barrel mark. And this is after the U.S. government data that came out earlier this week showed that crude oil inventories rose less than expected last week. So then we saw European shares also hit a 14-year high yesterday after Mario Draghi from the ECB affirmed that it would have this very loose monetary policy stance. And weak data out of China bolstered expectations of additional monetary stimulus in that market. So that's certainly helping risky assets not only in China in terms of equities, but also emerging market equities. And that's one of the reasons why we had such a positive day yesterday and and why we would very likely today have another positive day on the markets. And uh, just looking at the papers here, I see a business day leading with a story uh, of Old Mutual surprising the markets yesterday with news of a management change right at the top. Indeed, indeed. They certainly surprised the markets. They announced yesterday that its current CEO, Julian Roberts, uh, would be replaced by Bruce Hempel. Now, Bruce is the former CEO of Liberty, um, and he's currently an executive at Standard Bank. And really the reason why this is a surprise is for two reasons. The first is the fact that Roberts is actually stepping down, even though he's been CEO for seven years. But the other surprise definitely is the choice of his replacement. I don't think anyone in this market saw this, saw that one coming. But it's, it's, it's great. It's a great. What's great about this announcement is that they made it a good six months ahead of the actual change taking place. And that's indicative of very, very orderly succession and very good. And markets like this sort of certainty. And, and Hempel certainly brings with him a wealth of experience in banking, insurance, wealth management. And, and I think this shows Old Mutual's commitment to deliver on its strategy of an integrated bank assurance model, both in South Africa with NetBank, of course, that they, who they own 50% of, but also within Africa through EcoBank. And, you know, Julian Roberts leaves Old Mutual in very good shape and certainly much better off than it was seven years ago, just after the, um, sort of at the, at the worst of the financial crisis when he took up the post. And I think this latest move really puts Old Mutual in a great place for the next surge uh, onwards and upwards. Mm. Of course, I think it's great that Old Mutual will once again be headed up by a South African, but that's just biased me. <laughs> and then, Narina, something very interesting here. Um, Apparently, yesterday was Tax Freedom Day in America. Now, what is that, and when is Tax Freedom Day in South Africa? So Tax Freedom Day is, is a calculation that is done to calculate what is the first day of the year in which a particular nation as a whole has theoretically earned enough income to pay its taxes. 
So basically, you know, on, on tax day, it means after tax day, you start working for yourself and you stop working for government. <laughs> so every dollar that is officially considered income by government is counted and every payment to the government that is officially considered a tax amount is also counted. So they look at taxes at all level of government, local, state, um, uh, national, and so on, and that's included. Now, the bad news is that in South Africa, we will still be working for the government for about another month and a bit before we can start working for ourselves. Our Tax Freedom Day is only scheduled for the 20th of May this year, so it's 140 days into the year, and that's an overall tax burden of 38.4%. So this is something that's calculated by the Freedom Foundation, by the way. But on the positive side, we've got to end on a positive note, this still puts us well ahead of most European nations who on average have a tax burden well in excess of of 40%, so um, not all bad.